Why are you making that face, Dasun? I'm excited, Gom. We are finally going to the greatest place in the universe. Europe? A go-kart racing track. Europe. (laughs) The greatest place on earth. (laughs) A go-kart racing track. I mean... I'm imagining like bumper car style, like this. Like this is for kids, right? It's it's a wonderful place for all, gum, <laughs> for children, for old people, for everyone in between. For people that never grow up. That's right. Um, <laughs> yeah. What are you trying to say? <laughs> but go karts is where it all begins. Uh, for pretty much every professional race car driver out there, definitely, I'd say every Formula One driver at the moment started their career. At a go-kart track, and that's where the passion and the spark ignites. That's true, that's true. They've all talked about their go-karting days and how they grew up with that and then worked their way up to a Formula One driver. I think also if you ask some professional race car drivers, maybe many, uh, what they kind of prefer, uh, you'll hear plenty of them say go-karts over, you know, the, the politics and the sponsors and all the pressure and stuff around professional race car driving, whereas go-karts, it's just nothing but driving. Just pure driving. That's it. All right. And I guess the reason we're going to go go-karting is because I had a lot of questions about racing lines and, you know, why drivers drive the way they do on the track and what type of line they take. Um, you know, it's not actually the line you would think they would take. Uh, what line it's not do also, you think they'd take? I guess just the center of the track like you would drive on the road you would just stay yeah, right. say in the center of the lane like a Have good a nice driver. buffer on either um, side so you don't hit anything yeah yep. check your side mirrors um check your blind spots <laughs> but no they they kind of drive all weird they drive from you know one side of the track to the other side on another corner and then um you know and different drivers are going like kind of different lines sometimes i guess none of it really makes sense to me um, I'm assuming they take the the shortest line uh, and the shortest, uh, I guess, for R- distance. Route, yeah. Route. Route around route. the track, a route. Can we say that on this yeah. podcast? Oh my um, God. <laughs> yeah, look, that assumption is a very common one. And a lot of my friends that I've spoken to and even gone go-karting with, they all, they all seem to say to me, well, what's going on? Like, you're just meant to take the shortest line around the track, right? Um, which... Makes definite sense. The shortest one would you would think would be the fastest way around. But um, the philosophy around race line is not so much to minimize the distance we're traveling, but rather to maximize the speed that we carry. Maximize the speed. Okay. So you're saying it's not the shortest route, it's the fastest route. That's right. That's right. So and they're You're not so always proud of yourself. Same. You should be. No, <laughs> yes. they're not. They're not. So uh, the whole objective around uh, how the drivers attack a corner is just trying to reduce how much they have to slow the car down and carry as much speed through the corner. Um, and the way that I always describe it is outside, inside, outside. So to to give you an example of that, I guess if we imagine uh, a standard 90 degree left hand corner, let's say. Uh, and it gets a bit hard here to describe this without visuals, so you're going to have to follow me carefully. Oh, let me get a notebook and a pen. 
Go get a notebook. I need to write some notes down and maybe draw some um, tracks as well. You know what? That's probably probably a good idea for anyone listening as well. Yeah, get a notepad, get a pen, and try and yeah, draw draw yourself a whiteboard. (laughs) Could help as well. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Draw yourself a racetrack. So I guess you know two parallel lines, and then make them make the racetrack go in like a ninety degree left hand corner. So you're gonna have like an outside or a right-hand edge of the track and a left-hand edge of the track. Yeah. Now, if we were to try and follow the shortest distance around this corner, you'd assume that you'd hug what I call the inside of the corner. So this is a left-hand corner. The inside would be the left-hand edge of the track, right? That's right, yep. If you Just imagine, though, there. nice, you're drawing the line, <laughs> draw it right, right next yes. to that left edge. Yeah. And if you imagine, though, if that's a car or a cart, following that line when it gets to that point of the corner where it, it's it can turn 90 degrees to the left it's got to take a really sharp turn like it's got to suddenly stop on the spot rotate 90 degrees and move off in that other direction right so to do that you've got to imagine a, you know a car weighs a formula one car weighs you know, 700 kilos or something like that and in order to be able to change direction so quickly, you're going to have to slow the car down, right down, uh, wipe away all that momentum, turn it, and then you've got to accelerate and build up all that speed again. So you'd have to brake a lot and accelerate a lot as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, okay. you know, you'd, you'd have to brake a lot. To make that corner. Yeah, well, you'd, you'd, you don't have to accelerate to make the corner, but you've definitely got to brake, but then you want to speed up again because you're a race car driver. Um, and all that all that takes time. And... Uh, it loses and costs time uh, on the racetrack. Um, and I think even if you take a similar line to the middle of the track, like you were mentioning, nice and safe, nothing to hit, same thing again, right? If you want to try and stay in the middle of the track the whole way through, you've got to, at some point, quite abruptly turn the car 90 degrees. Um, and to do that, you've got to get rid, get rid of all that momentum and then build up the speed all over again. So... The race line that I that I mentioned, that outside, inside, outside, um, I guess I, I should def- define what I mean by outside and inside first. So I think I mentioned before the inside of the racetrack is that left-hand edge because it's a left-hand corner. So if it was a right-hand corner, it would be the right-hand edge. Uh, and the outside is the opposite side. So for, for this left-hand corner we're looking at, the right-hand edge of the track is the outside. Um, and the way the racing line works is you start off on the outside, so all the way across on the right-hand edge of the circuit. And then at some point you start turning the steering wheel and start turning the car in. Uh, and you're aiming for that point on the inside and on the on the left-hand edge of the track, right in the middle of that corner. We're going to call that the apex for now. I'm actually going to call it the geometric apex. <sighs> That's what apex. the apex is. Yes. Okay. Well, well, I've well. I've heard the apex so much in commentary. <laughs> Yeah, it is an important concept in all of this. Yeah, and you'll hear the commentators and talk And it's about always it. on the inside part? Yes. It's not yeah. that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to call it the geometric apex for now. And we're going to, you'll, you'll find out why I'm calling it that later because there's a different apex and I like that apex better. Um, but we're going to turn across. Remember, we're on the outside of the track on the right-hand edge. We're going to start turning across, aiming for that inside point. As soon as we hit that inside point, we're going to let the car move out across back again to the outside of the track. So back out as we're exiting the corner to the right-hand edge of the track again. So that's what I mean by outside, inside, where we clip the apex and then back to the outside. 
And if you draw a line with your pen following that, you'll notice it's much more of a an arc shape, a nice smoother, a smoother shape. A smoother turn, right, yeah. That's exactly I can imagine it. it being a lot more of a smoother corner, so then you'd actually brake less and be that's, able to accelerate more. And that's basically driving, braking less, accelerate more. That's I mean, all racing. there that's is to it. Let's racing. put you in a yeah. Formula One car and send you out. Brake less, accelerate more. <laughs> That's actually true. Yeah, but, that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. Brake less, accelerate more is um, often a, a, a fundamental thing. It sounds a lot easier than it is, trust me. But what we've done But the there line is, to be able to do that is actually mm. taking this kind of outside, inside, outside line that's around it, yeah. that corner. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's, it's all about carrying more speed through the corner, through that nice, smooth arc. And you, you don't necessarily have to accelerate more because you're already carrying a lot of speed, if you know what I mean. So... Uh, it's all about not wiping off as much speed. Okay, so that's so that's the racing line for a corner, and yep. like everything else, everything applies for right corner as well. Just um, yeah. the other side, outside, just inside, the opposite. outside. Yeah, yeah, still outside, inside, outside, okay. except your outside is the opposite side of the track. All right, so I know how to get it get around a corner now. So can I try <laughs> this on the the road as well? Can I try um, what on, in your road car? Road and then yeah, I yeah. would I would I advise think- against it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I think I think try, trying to drive down the middle of the lane is probably safer on the road. Um, okay. All right. Don't I, try it at home, kids. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I mean, it it's a bit rich of me to say so if anyone's seen me driving around, but let's let's not let's not publish that. Okay. So then, so that's one corner. Mm-hmm. Um, what if you have like, I guess two two corners? <laughs> or, yeah. Well, you know, I'm glad you've got, you like, asked. Corner and straight and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good question because that is a really important consideration, the context around a corner. So we've talked about one corner and it was a left-hander. Now I want you to imagine that straight after that left-hander, there's a right-hander, another 90-degree right-hander. Feel free to draw it down on your notepads. We've still got that same left-hand 90-degree corner, but straight after it, the track goes to the right. Now, if we follow our race line that we just talked about, we're on We've gone through the left-hand corner, right? So we went outside, so the right-hand side of the track, inside to the left-hand side of the track, and then outside again to the right-hand side of the track. Yeah. But now think about the race line for the next corner that's coming up. That would be outside, inside, outside. So you'd want to be on the outside of the right corner, which is the left side, but you're (laughs) not. You're actually on the right side. (laughs) <laughs> yes yeah very good so, exactly we're on the wrong side wrong wrong edge of the track right we've we've exited to maximize the, first corner. the next corner yeah that's right okay. we, we've exited the first corner we're all the way on the right hand edge of the track now if we if we want to enter the next corner uh in an optimal way we've got to somehow get the car all the way across to the left hand side of the track um, which when you're going really fast and there's all that momentum and and the car is at its limits that can be a very difficult thing to do so that's where race line starts to get a little bit more complicated because now we've got to think about how we're going to compromise between the two corners. So what you could do, I guess there's two options. You could compromise the first corner and that would mean going outside to start off, going inside in the middle of the corner, but then not going all the way across to the outside as we exit it. So we might exit the corner sort of halfway across the track around and we're still in the middle of the track sort of thing. Right. That right. way we can bring it across to the left-hand edge of the track and be prepared for the next corner without having to you know, move the car across as far. 
and that way we can take an optimal line through the second corner. So what we've done is compromise the first corner uh, in order to optimize the second corner because in order to be able to, to stop the car from going all the way to the outside of the track as we exit that first corner, we're going to have to slow it down more. We're going to have to brake earlier. Because the car's going to want to move to the outside, actually. Yeah, from that's the right. Line. Its okay. momentum's just going to carry it to the outside. Right. So what we're going to do is brake a little bit earlier and that will allow us to exit that first corner maybe halfway across the track rather than all the way at, to the edge of the track. So we've compromised the first corner, but we're doing it to optimize the second corner. How do you choose which corner to compromise? That's a good question, right? So that's, that's again where that context comes into it. And usually the way that we decide is we look at which corner is connected to the longer straight piece of road because we want to maximize how much distance we're spending you know full throttle accelerator pedal to the metal on that straight so if we've got a straight piece of road coming in to these two corners so it's a long straight then we have that left-hander then a right-hander and then after the right-hander there's more corners there's not really a, a big long piece of track then what we want to do is we want to maximize the distance that we've got our pedal all the way to the metal all the way down to the floor on that straight. Right. So what that would mean is we would optimize the first corner and we break as late as we can into that first corner, uh, even though that means that we're compromising the entrance into the second corner. Now, conversely, if the second corner joins onto a long piece of road, long straight, and before these two corners we have like twists and turns, then we probably do the opposite and we'd compromise those earlier corners to make sure that we have an optimal line onto that final right-hander because that will allow us to get on the accelerator nice and quickly uh, and launch out of that corner. And, you know, every meter or every centimeter, really, that we can get on that accelerator quicker, exiting that corner will give us a gain of miles per hour or kilometers per hour at the end of that straight. say like the Monaco track right so you know like where the straights are the corners all that did I say did I sound that way because <laughs> it's your favorite track right Monaco no I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I, look, no I know it's I know it's I, your favorite I like so I, I it's not my favorite to watch but I do enjoy driving it <laughs> and by by driving it I mean playing it on video games yes <laughs> <laughs> well I was gonna ask like how do the drivers learn the racing line for each track now do they know the track off by heart like you do um and know where the straights are in the corners and what combinations of corners are coming up so they would already be able to work out okay which corners do i want to optimize and things like that um or is it something that you know they kind of get to the track and figure mm. out like good question you know, do they do their home their homework or Look, not good question uh, i would say i want to say a bit of both but also, they definitely do their homework and they definitely come prepared. Like you, like we were saying, the, the context of corners is really important. You can't just look at one corner and think, this is how I'm going to attack that corner. You've got to look at what comes before it, what comes after it. So it's like the racing line for the whole track. It's not yeah, just for It all becomes corner. interconnected, really. Um, but for me personally, when I first get onto a racetrack, I will, I will study it as much as I can. So I'll try and find a map, like a bird's eye view of the track. 
And just looking at it, I'll get a bit of an idea of, okay, you know, how do these corners flow into each other and, you know, which ones do I think I'll compromise for the benefit of the others. So after I've looked at the map and I have that idea of the whole layout of the track, I'll, I'll try and find YouTube videos and try and watch people driving around the track. Now, there's, there's a few potential pitfalls with doing that because you know, every car requires a different line or you know, slightly different nuances in how you attack the corners. And you, you obviously, you don't also know if the driver you're watching is any good or not. So you could be learning off someone who's doing a really bad job. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay. So you've looked at the bird's eye view, like, you know, the map, Uh, YouTube videos. Yep, that's right. Um, And so definitely by the time I first drive out onto the track, I know the layout off by heart. So I know exactly what the next corner is, which way it goes, all that kind of stuff. I'm I'm definitely not learning that on the racetrack. Right. Uh, So the homework has been done to a great great extent there so when we go go-karting i need to do all of this homework to get onto the same <laughs> same level even just before we get there <laughs> that's I, my expectation okay. yes the, all right. as I'll your sensei a few hours in the next few days <laughs> that's the least you could do i'll give you some homework <laughs> yeah okay so then when you get onto the track though you get a whole new perspective of things like you start feeling bumps and things in the track that have an impact on what line you take you start to feel areas of the racetrack that might have more or less grip and that impacts what race line you might take. Uh, you start to feel how your car or your cart handles the curbs um, at the edges of the tracks. And, you know, sometimes you can go over that curb and sometimes if you hit a curb, it, it unsettles the car too much and you actually lose time. Right, right. So there's a lot to be learnt on the track it's, itself as well. So you've done all of this homework. You've come up with the perfect line to go through this track. You get there yep. and you're like, oh, there's actually no grip here, throw this out. Yeah. Um, you know, the car can't handle it. Okay. I, I wouldn't so. say throw this out, but definitely adjust, adjust. So basically you go where the grip is. That is another principle of race line, yes. And there, maybe there are some particular instances where that's not so much the case, but more often than not, you go where the grip is. And there's a good example of that in this racetrack that we're going to, to drive on today, where the technically correct race line, I would say, is about half a meter to the right of where all the grip is. And that's because a lot of people that use this racetrack are not like me. They're not racing nerds that study the racetrack and all that kind of stuff. And they wind up uh, just naturally driving down the middle of the track. Right. And so there's a lot of rubber there and that generates grip. There's there's a, like a film of rubber on the track there. So if I go out to the, the side of the track where technically I want to be, Uh, to optimize that corner, the track is actually dirtier there and there's not as much rubber there. So the cart just loses grip, it slips and actually lose time compared to staying in the middle where there's more rubber. So So does that mean that when there's like a street race, um, like a street circuit? uh, I thought you were getting like Fast and Furious Vin Diesel for a second here, but no, a street circuit. (laughs) So yeah, Yeah. sorry, not a street (laughs) race. So a street, no, when there's a street circuit like... um, you know, Baku Mm -hmm. or uh, Monaco, where there's actually road cars driving on it regularly and then they shut it all down for F1 to um, go through, the rubber or the grip will be generally more, will be different, right? Because there'll be generally road cars going through that. Whereas a a circuit that's just a racing circuit might have more of a traditional racing line because only professional drivers. Very good point. Very good point. It's, is that not a good assumption? No, it's a it's a good way of thinking. But 
generally it's not so much the case. But it's wrong. <laughs> it's generally not so much the case because, <laughs> because road cars, when they're traveling at road speeds, they don't tend to lay down as much rubber on the track because um, the, the oh, tires need I to be see. quite I stressed. Okay. That's yeah. one reason. The other reason is what will happen is it'll rain. There's just a lot of dirt. Yeah, and there's just generally a lot of dirt and grime and stuff. Uh, but then there's generally okay. just not grip on the track. The street circuits have a lot of dust on the track. And that's why you'll find that at Baku and, and Monaco, as the weekend wears on and more race cars go over the track, that's when they really lay rubber down on the racing line and they sweep dust off the track. And you see the racetrack gets faster and faster as the weekend goes on quite significantly. And pretty amazingly, there are tracks where the track gets faster and faster as the session goes on. So it's it's critical in qualifying to try and be like one of the last cars to do your qualifying lap because every car that goes on the track ahead of you lays down a little bit more rubber, sweeps off a little bit more dust and gives you a little bit more speed. Okay, I think I've learned a lot about racing lines and I'm ready to hit the track this one and beat you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, enough jibber-jabber. Cut some laps. in his zoomies mood he is running around like a maniac <laughs> oh god 